Amen. Thank you, ladies. Well, um, it's time in our service where we open the Word of God, and it is such a treat for me to have the chance to do this. I, I'm unworthy to open God's precious book, and yet God um, came and died for all the unworthy and gave us worthiness in the person of the Lord Jesus. Um, let's look at this today. We, we come now to Jude, uh, chapter, verse 11. Uh, last week, we started, uh, we, we talked about the way of Cain, the way of Cain. Uh, Jude, verse 11, Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain. Cain was the first human being ever to be born. Uh, and back in Genesis, we kind of studied that last week, uh, there was a way of Cain. It's a very old way. Again, it goes back all the way to the first human being ever born. And, and he, uh, uh, he was the father of creative approaches to God. He said, well, I, I feel like approaching God this way. And, uh, and God said, well, you don't get to follow your feelings. I have laid out how I am to be approached. And Cain said, well, what makes you think it was about you? I feel better about this. He was the father of of pursuing feelings, and so we kind of we used his name, uh, C-A-I-N, to describe the way of Cain. Uh, we said it was, it was a carnal, so C, it was a carnal way. It was uh, what made sense to him, what felt good to him, uh, and so he's going to pursue what, what he likes, and God made it very, very clear that's unacceptable. It doesn't matter what you think, God, I like this. And so we human beings are like, oh, been there. Uh, it's, it's a battle. We have to fight doing what I like as opposed to what he likes. Um, and so uh, learning to say, what does God want? And then A, the C-A, the A was antagonism. Uh, it wasn't just a matter of pursuing a different thing. Uh, his other path uh, was, was set itself up in competition against the right path. Uh, it wasn't enough for him to, well, I want to do this off on my own over here. Oh, no. He was antagonistic toward the right path. He didn't just go off and do his own thing, but he murdered the one doing God's thing. So the way of Cain is, is carnal, doing what I want, and I am an enemy of what's right. And that's humanity until we get off the wrong path onto the right path. There was an antagonism. He murdered Abel, killed his brother, and then, uh, C-A-I, I was impudence. Oh, the disrespect he had for God. God came and asked him, where's your brother? And uh, he, he said, what, am I my brother's keeper? Oh, the disrespect, disrespect he had for God. Uh, the, the, the whole idea of, oh, you, you want blood? I'll give you blood. I'll, I'll murder the one that was following you. Um, and, and so that impudence, and then we said the end, the narcissism, just, just the, the, the devilish pride. And, and the Bible does tell us in, in the epistles of John that, that he was of that wicked one. The devil was influencing his thinking. Uh, and we see a similar, we see a similar uh, pride uh, that the devil exhibited when he had those I wills. Um, what I want and what I think is more important than what God wants and what God thinks. 
and really there's an arrogance inside of humanity and we want to step off that path onto the right path. So last week was the way of Cain and this week we're going to look at the way of Christ. The way of Christ. Oh, what a, what a blessed path to be on. And again, when we're born, we're born sinners. We're born on that wrong path. And, and, and God has to, uh, with his divine Holy Spirit and, and, and soul winners, they'll say, listen, that's the wrong path. And I, I kind of told the story last week of this last summer, climbing out in the Tetons. And so there we were hiking along, and, and, I, and there was a, a switchback. And I missed the switchback, and I kept going. There was a little path that seemed to keep going, and I was on the wrong path, and it, and it seemed to be the right path, but it was the wrong one. The end of that path would have been very different from where I wanted to be. And we're reminded that the Bible says that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the, ways, uh, the, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So you might be on a path. You go, well, this path is wonderful. This path seems uh, grand. This path seems, look at all the people on the path with me. And we looked at that too, huh? Where Matthew 7 reminds us that broad is the way. Broad is that path. Most people are on the wrong path. And a lot of people look, at, well, I, I can't be wrong. Look at all these other people with me. Again, the Bible warns that's not how you know you're on the right path. The Bible even teaches that narrow is the way and few there be that find it. So I'm so glad. I, I'm, I was tired. It was toward the end of our hike. And I'm just like trudging. And somebody says, uh, Brother Mitchell, that's, that's not the right path. And I'm like, what? And I turn, like, oh, there, there it is. I, I missed it. It was a switchback and I missed the zig. I, I didn't zig when I was supposed to zig and I was zagging or something. I, I got back on the right path and I'm glad that the path that I was on that was the wrong path someone told me and helped me get on the right path. So this week we'll look at the way of Christ, the way of Christ. And remember the interrogatives when we were in school, uh, we were all practicing to be journalists, right? Uh, so we learned our who, what, when, where, why, and how are those interrogatives. We'll just use those as we just ask some questions about this way of Christ. Why is it important? Is our first, and the answer is, it's the only one that ends in heaven. Every other path ends uh, uh, in death. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So why is this path important? It's the only one that ends with heaven. That place of eternal Delight with the Lord. Well, where can I look? Well, where can I find out more about this? Well, uh, uh, right here. It's a supernatural path. And so we need a supernatural map. But God left us one. The Word of God is a supernatural map. Well, re while we read this book, it reads us. While we look at this book, it looks at us. It's a, it's a divine mirror as we look at it, it, it reveals things about ourselves. Uh, well, who can help me find it? Well, the author of this book is always available, night and day. Always available, night and day, to help us know more about the path. Well, what kind of person walks this path? Well, the Bible calls it the path of the righteous. There are people down here that are set apart. They're walking that path. Few there be that find it, but praise the Lord, there are some that find it. 
And, and you can, and it will look, we'll look at that a little bit today. Who are the people on that path? Those, those people on the path of the righteous. Um, we'll, we'll look at that. Well, then how can I get on the path? How can I get on the path? Well, we'll look at those things too. Uh, um, entrusting your soul to Jesus Christ is how you get on that path. So let's pray, and then we'll uh, look at those things. Lord, we love you. Pray that you be with these, uh, uh, the, these thoughts we'll look at from your precious word. Uh, thank you, Lord. It's a supernatural path we're looking for, uh, and, and we know that we would need a supernatural map. But you left us one in, in, the, in the word of God, the, the precious Bible that we open every Sunday uh, morning and evening, Lord, to, to see what you have to say to help us. I pray, Lord, that today you would just help us with these truths, and we ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Okay, so I have a bunch of, oh, last Sunday we looked at the D's of decline, didn't we? Uh, so this week we have a bunch of positive D's. <laughs> so why is this book important? Well, because of the destination. Uh, that, why is this path important? Because of the destination is both delightful and dazzling. Heaven is the end of this path. Well, where can I look? Well, its description is both durable and divine. Durable and divine. So the, the, the Bible, this supernatural map, uh, man has tried to stomp this out. Man has tried to burn this. Uh, evil men have tried to take this from the grasp of people. But God has made sure that his word is available. The description of this path is durable and it's divine. It comes from God up in heaven. Well, who can help me? Well, the designer of the path is always on duty and entirely dependable. And so he'll always help us. Um, what kind of person walks this path? Well, it's devotees. The people who are devoted to this path are distinguished and different. The Bible calls it the path of the righteous. Well, how can I get on this path? Well, those details are delineated and defined by the precious word of God. So we'll look at those today. So, why is the path of Christ so important? Well, for sure, that way of Cain is so awful. And most, or all of humanity is born walking that wrong path. And God makes sure we have the chance to get off of that path onto the right path. So why is the path of Christ important? Because of its destination. This delightful and dazzling. All the description of heaven in the, in the Bible. Uh, heaven is going to be wonderful. Ah, the streets of gold. Uh, the mansions that he's preparing. The, 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 the different uh, uh, gates that are made of pearl. And different, uh, the, the, the foundations of those different uh, sardis and jasper stones. And so many. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. If you think God's creation around us is, is beautiful. And there are beautiful things down here. When God uh, makes... Uh, when he restores everything and, and, and then it's heaven and oh, it's going to be wonderful. So I can't, I put that in quotes because I, I, I have to. <laughs> I can't wait to get to heaven. But I trust God that he wants me here to shine for him and I'll shine as long as he wants me here. Uh, he, he'll call me home someday and I'm looking forward to heaven. Ah, Oh, to be with Jesus forever. No more sin nature. 
I, I get so upset with my own foolishness down here. My sin nature lies to me, and I'm tempted to listen. Isn't it irritating down here? Our sin nature will lie to us, and, and we let it, and we like the lies. And the sin nature never, ever tells the truth. Never tells the truth. Oh, to be free from our three enemies down here. The flesh, the world, the devil. The devil is the master illusionist. He also, he, he puts out things that seem to dazzle. He's like, look at this. And while the left hand is doing this, you're like, whoa, where did that? And then, then a dove flies away. You're like, oh, what in the world? Uh, he's the master illusionist. Everything he does is smoke and shadows. He, he has a little bit of flame and then there's a bouquet of roses or whatever. You're like, oh, but it's all fake. It's all mirrors and, and, uh, and, and smoke and, and, and lies. He's the master illusionist. He makes it seem like what's down here is what's dazzling, but it's all a facade. Behind his flashing lights down here, there's always death. But heaven is no facade. And only the way of Christ ends up there. Now, some have said it's not the journey. It's not the destination, it's the journey. And uh, uh, that only goes so far, huh? <laughs> if you really enjoy the path, but it takes you to the wrong place, it really doesn't matter how much you enjoyed the path. Now with God, it's the destination and the journey. Because on the way there, God has the best things. His path truly is way better. Remember, the, there's a way that seemeth right, but the end thereof are the ways of death. But on the way, there's a lot of misery as well. The way of the transgressor is hard. Not just the destination, but the whole way in between is hard as well. All right, so where do we hear about heaven? Uh, well, John 14, verses 1 through 4, Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also, and whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. The way ye know. So he says, Jesus is saying, the way. Heaven is the destination, and the way ye know. Now we'll look at that in a little bit. Uh, they're going to say, uh, hold on, time out. Let's, let's be very, very clear that we know the way. <laughs> Are we all assuming that we know what he's talking about? Can I just, boop, right over here. Uh, just, this seems really important. Because I want to make sure I'm going there. Can you go into a little bit more of what that way is? And we'll, and we'll save that for our last point. But he says, heaven! Heaven! And the way you know. And there's only one way. You've got to be on that way. Because only that way ends in heaven. I remember, I, I, I've told this story before, but years ago, uh, I was, uh, I, my wife and I were, were, were dropping off some food baskets in, 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 in Chesterton. And I didn't know Chesterton very well way back then. And so uh, it was dark 
It was, it, was in, it was in November, the sun was down, and, and so we're on this street, and we dropped off a food basket, and, uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm turned around, where are we? And we're in the, you know, those streets of Chesterton, and she goes, I think you can go down this way and catch the main road. So I'm driving down that, that, that road, and it dead ends in grass and trees and shrubs. And I'm like, what in the world? Why did they end the road here? And she's like, well, we'll have to turn around, and my sense of adventure kicked in. I'm like, no, I'm going to go investigate up there. So I drive more, and my headlights are there. And my headlights are going through the grass a little bit. And I'm like, there is asphalt just on the other side of these bushes and trees. And, of course, I'm looking and always, you know, right, Brother uh, uh, Wilcox, you, you think always looking for a chance to off-road just a little bit. And so I'm looking. I'm like, there's asphalt, right? And if I, if I, if I go through there and angle this way, and go through there, I think I can get through and get onto that. Why didn't they just connect this road to that road? So I, I, I'm off, my wife's like, are you sure, hun? You know, uh, I, you know, sometimes you gotta, gotta let your husband do his thing. So I'm driving through, and I, and I get on that asphalt, and I'm like, <laughs> that was easy. And so I'm driving along down this uh, road, down this path, down this way, and uh, as I'm driving along, it seemed good. It seemed wonderful. It seemed like it was going to take me to where I wanted to be until I came to a bunch of six-by-six six posts that ended the path. I was driving down the bike path. And so as I come to those posts, uh, there was a road on the other side of those posts. And people are going back and forth wondering, who is this person coming down the bike path? seeing the headlights. So the path sure seemed good for a little while. It seemed wonderful, but it ended, and I couldn't go further. There were these six-by-six posts there, and I'm like, oh, the path seemed wonderful for a little while, but the end of the path, there was no progress, zero. I had to go all the way back, (laughs) find where I had come through the trees and the bushes, and do my off-roading again, back on that, get back on that road, and go the proper way. So again, in this life, the devil says, what about that path? What about? And again, you'll hear lots of, oh, there's, you know, hey, ev- everyone, everyone has their religion, and they all end up in heaven. That's a lie of the devil. Only Christ, only the way of Christ ends up. That path felt pretty good for a little while. Until I ended and thought, oh no, there's zero way forward because of this path. So uh, its destination is delightful. Secondly, its description is durable. So where can I look? How can I find out more about this path? Well, praise the Lord, the description is found in the, in the blessed word of God. The description is durable and divine. It's a supernatural path and we require a supernatural map. And God left us that in his precious word. Listen to this. Uh, the, the, the ladies group, they'll sing a song based on these words. But in 2 Samuel twenty-two thirty-one, it says, As for God, his way is perfect. As for God, his way is perfect. Then it says, The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. 
That's 2 Samuel 22:31, but almost identical is Psalm 18:30, where it says, "As for God, his way is perfect." The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. Oh, this this book is durable and it's divine. Psalm 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We've all been there where we're in this dark setting and we're like, oh, I just need a flashlight. I need a flashlight to, to, to shine some light into the darkness. I don't want to trip. I don't want to stumble. I don't want to fall. I need some light. Well, the future is dark, but God has a supernatural flashlight that can shine into the future. And we can see where we need a step. His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. The path of Christ. The way of Christ. Uh, Proverbs 12, 28. The way of righteousness is life and the pathway thereof. Uh, in the pathway thereof there is no death. Now I have about 10 verses in Psalm 119. Of course, Psalm 119 has about, uh, has about 176 verses in there, and almost every single verse talks about the Word of God. And as it talks about the Word of God, listen to how many, way, how many times it talks about the way of our life. So Psalm 119, verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord is related to the way of the Lord. Verse 3, they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Verse 9, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Uh, verse 14, I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies. Verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts, another word for the scriptures, and have respect unto thy ways. Uh, verse 27, make me understand the way of thy precepts, so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. Verse 29, remove from me the way of lying. Back to the way of Cain, he says, oh Lord, remove from me the way of lying. Down here. If you're not on the way of Christ, you're on the way of Cain. And the father of that way is the, is the father of lies. John 8, 44. Down here, it, we're, we're surrounded lies swirling all around us. This world is full of lies. And because of this book, he can cast a light on what the truth is. Verse 27, again, make, uh, verse 29, make me, remove from me the way of lying and grant me thy law graciously. Verse 30, I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. Verse 32, I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. Verse 33, teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Verse 37, turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity. Again, vanity, that's, that's meaningless, empty, empty things. And that's, again, the, the master illusionist. The devil puts something bedazzling in front of you, and then afterwards you go, there was nothing there. He says, take away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. Verse 101, I have, refrained, I have refrained my feet from every evil way. 
that I might keep thy word. Again, it's one way or the other, thy word or the evil way. Verse 104, through thy precepts I gain understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Oh, again, the sweet nothings that this world tells us. There's part of us that really like hearing them, but they really are nothings. Nothings. Psalm 1611 says, Thou wilt show me the path of life. Where does God show us the path of life? In his word. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Isaiah 26, verse 8. Yea, in thy way, um, yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, have we waited for thee. In the way of thy judgments, in the way of thy judgments have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul is to thy name and to the remembrance of thee. So, why is it important? Well, it's destination. makes all the difference. It's, it's delightful and dazzling. Well, uh, well, where can I look? It's, its description is durable and divine. We see it in the scripture. Thirdly, who can help me find it? This pathway. It sounds important. And, and sometimes, and I, and I know you said it's right here, but sometimes this book is so big, sometimes I, I open it and I feel like I get lost and I... I don't know what, is there somebody who can help me make sense of all this? Well, uh, the designer of the path is always on duty and entirely dependable to help. You have a guide who will help you. Uh, some people have traveled to an area enough times that they know the guide in that area. So some, I've been to Israel, and boy, I, when I went, there was this one guide. He was amazing. So every time I go there, I hope that that guide is available. In fact, I'll call over there and say, hey, when are you available? And he'll say, well, not this week or this week or, or this month, but I, I think I can be available. Like, oh, man, that doesn't line up with my schedule. And finally, maybe you find, oh, I, I want that guide. Well, I'm pleased to let you know that the guide for the path of life is always available. Always available. He doesn't say sometime next year during this month I'll have a, a few days. No, this guide is always available. And God uses different people down here different, different, uh, uh, to, to guide us in this path. Um, God uses men and women. Uh, God, I, I, my prayer is, oh Lord, use me this morning as I talk about this way. Use me to, to highlight your path for folks. And God does that. Um, there in Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas were there in Philippi. And they were preachers. They were trying to show people how to get off of the way of Cain and on to the way of Christ. And there was a woman who was possessed by an evil spirit. And she came on the scene and listened to what she says. Acts 16, verse 17. The same followed Paul and us. That's Luke is in there as well, part of that us. And cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show us the way of salvation. She said, here are men whose job it is to show us the way of salvation. 
God uses faithful men. God uses faithful ladies to talk to people and say, hey, can I tell you how important the way of Christ is? And listen to those. Uh, many there be on that broad path, but there are few that have found that narrow path. But those few are trying to tell others, listen to them. Be one of them. These men show us the way of salvation. God uses teachers to teach us about the path. Uh, there in Isaiah 30, verses 20 and 21. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity, sometimes God allows problems to come into our life because we're not ready to listen until problems come in. Isn't that true of us? When life is going good, I don't have to listen to anybody. My life is going well. <laughs> and and uh, really, why? Why would you not listen? Because my life, that does, we human beings don't make much sense. And so God sends the bread of adversity and sometimes when problems come, you're like, oh, okay, I'm ready to listen. And so really, when God sends trouble, sometimes that's huge amounts of mercy, isn't it? Where God will wake us up to our need, and it's only trouble sometimes. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner anymore. So it sounds like there were teachers, but they're like, uh, you know, keep teaching, but do it way over there. Get away from me. And God says, the teachers, because of your problems, you're not going to want the teachers over in a corner anymore. You're going to say, hey, can you come over here? I want to hear what you have to say. But thine eyes shall see thy teachers, verse 21, and thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, this is the way. Walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. I don't know, it says you'll hear a voice behind you. I kind of think of a backseat driver. <laughs> oh, they drive us nuts sometimes. Unless you're like, I'm not sure what to do and I really need to get this right. And you've been here before. Um, I, I know I've been yelling at you, quit being a backseat driver, right? Husbands, that when the wife, she'll gasp. Like, <laughs> Listen, stop. That makes it worse. And we don't like the backseat driver. And sometimes that, that backseat driver is the Lord speaking or, or teachers or God speaking through a teacher. And we're like, be quiet and let me do this my way. But sometimes that bread of adversity comes and say, listen, I, I've messed this up so many times. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to listen. Listen to the verse again, Isaiah 30, 21. And thine eyes shall hear a word behind thee, saying, this is the way. Walk ye in it. God uses men and women, uh, preachers and, and teachers. God uses uh, parents. God uses parents to try to direct children. Godly parents to the, to the right path. And the Bible says, listen to those godly parents. Proverbs 4, verses 10 and 11. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, that the years of thy life be many. I have taught thee. 
in the way of wisdom, I have led thee in right paths. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. And we human beings, again, it's that same, we, we, we want to view mom and dad as backseat drivers. Hush! I've got this. Oh, and, and we need to say, don't, don't hush. God's given to you, God's given you to me for a reason. Please help me. Parents. But then, God himself, God himself. By the way, God doesn't take the wheel of our life. We have to do the steering. But we want to listen to him as he guides and says, hey, a little bit to the left. Yes, sir, thank you. <laughs> hey, take a right here. Oh, absolutely. And he never gets it mixed up, right? Take a right. No, I meant left. You know, sorry, I get my left and right mixed up sometimes. He never messes up. So listen to these verses. God himself instructs us in the way. Psalm 32, verse 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Uh, we like that too, don't we? Like when, a, when, you're, when, when, when young men are clowning around in a, in a time and a place they're not supposed to be and they happen to look over and see mom's eye. They're like, hey, we need to stop. <laughs> I will guide thee with mine eye. God wants to be able to guide. When, when, when you're doing something, may it be that heaven's I, you can be like, ha, ha. hey, we need to stop this. This isn't pleasing to God. Psalm 143, verse 8, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Of course, many of us know this verse, Proverbs, uh, these verses, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Psalm 86, verses 6 and 7, and 10 through 13. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer, and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble I will call upon thee. Again, there it is. What, can I call on God when it isn't the day of my trouble? Yes, but... A lot of times we don't lack all the inspiration, or we lack all the inspiration we need to call. But in verse 7, in the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. He is always available, for thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. And then verse 11, teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. Psalm 25, uh, verses 4 and 5, and then verse 9. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. The meek will he guide in judgment. The meek will he teach his way. The meek will he teach his way. The person that's humble enough to listen. The meek will he teach his way. So, why is the way of Christ important? Its destination is delightful and dazzling. Its description is durable and divine. It's uh, 
designer is always on duty and dependable entirely. And then, uh, what kind of person walks this path? Well, it's devotees, the people that are devoted to this path, they're distinguished and different in a good way. Psalm 1, uh, verses 1 and 2 and verse 6 uh, talks about it's a person that have let that he, he's left that wrong path and he's on that right path and you can tell by looking at their life. Um, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Verse six: For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. It's called the way. Of the righteous. I'm set apart. I'm on this other path. My life is set apart unto the pure one that designed this path. And I live for him. And I resemble him more and more the longer I'm on this path. Out of this world and into God's word. Um, Psalm 37 verse 5 and 6. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Uh, Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgments as the noonday. Ah, those people on that narrow path, there's a righteousness about them. Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me. Lord, the way of Cain. Lord, are there any, is there anything in my life that resembles the old path I used to be on? See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Away from that wickedness. Um, Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. People on this path are, are taking steps uh, that are ordered by God and you should be able to see it. Are there folks around whose steps are ordered by God in this world full of lies? Are there people whose steps are being ordered by the altogether true one? I want to find out where they are. Make them my friends. That's the path I want to be on. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Narrow is the way. Straight is the way that leads to life everlasting. Few there be that find it, but there are some on it. Where are they? I want to walk with them. Proverbs 10, verses, verses 17 and 29. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction. Somebody that keeps instruction. That's the type of person that's on this path. But he that re, uh, refuseth reproof erreth. Then it says, verse 29, the way of the Lord is strength to the upright. When you're on that right path, there's a strengthening there. They're strong, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. How many times do, do, do we find out that somebody was, was, was hurt or killed, and you say, well, where were they, and when were they there? You're like, ha, 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 that was the wrong place to be at that time. They were in the wrong place. At the wrong time, they weren't on those good paths. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Uh, the, the, it, it talks about there's a way of escape for the person who wants it. 
Uh, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. So temptation comes, and God provides a path, a way of escape. The carnal person wants a way of excuse. They're not looking for that way of escape. Well, I fell into sin, and really it's not my fault because that's humanity, isn't it? It goes all the way back to the first people. <laughs> I sinned, but really it's her fault. And then Eve, I sinned, but really it's his fault. And pointed to the serpent, right? Blame! We're all victims! It goes all the way back to the first human beings. <laughs> I fell into sin, but it's not my fault. Let's quit blaming everybody. Quit blaming. And Christian, when, there's, when, there's, when temptation comes, your sin nature wants a way of excuse. I had to fall. I had no choice because... No, because you wanted a way of excuse to gratify your flesh. When God says you didn't have to, I, in my faithfulness, made a pathway, a way of escape. And there are people that are going to be looking, Lord, in your faithfulness, I know you promised there's a way of escape. I don't have to fall to this sin. There's a way out. Sin can never trap me to the point, because I'm saved, sin can never trap me to the point where there's no way out. Proverbs 8, 13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy and the evil way. The fear of the Lord is to hate the evil way. That way of Cain, there are so many Christians that are, oh, you know, I walk both. I'm comfortable on both paths. It doesn't work that way. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy and the evil way. And the froward mouth do I hate. But it promises such fun. And it's a liar every single time. And it hurts you and it displeases the Lord. Proverbs 15.10. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way. There are some that were on the way. and I mean, you, you can't lose your salvation. Once you're saved, you're always saved. But sometimes there are people that are on the, on the path, uh, uh, that righteous path, and they're like, oh, the way of Cain. I'm going to walk that for a while. And the devil helps to excuse it and justify it. And then once it makes sense in your mind, you go and do those things. You've talked yourself into the way of excuse. And if, and if I get in trouble, I'll, I have, I have, I'm ready for all the people I'll blame. Correction is grievous. Unto him that forsaketh the way. And he that hateth reproof shall die. But when you're on the path, there's prosperity too. When you're on that right path. Listen to this verse, Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written forein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. There's prosperity on the way. And there's also protection. Proverbs 2, verses 7 and 8. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to all them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. He preserveth the way of his saints. Proverbs 5.21, for the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, 
and he pondereth all his goings. In this life down here, we, we like a career counselor. We like an academic counselor. We like a life coach, possibly. But nobody knows us better than him. And he wants to be that life coach, that career counselor, that academic counselor, the one that guides us and we can trust him. So the last point, how can I get on this path? Well, the details are delineated and defined. The Bible teaches that we must trust. Entrust your soul to him. Back in Genesis 3.24, when man sinned, the way to the tree of life was barred. Uh, Genesis 3.24, so he drove out the man and placed at the east end of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So he was there, and you're not getting past me just because you like the idea. The way, the ultimate keeper of that way, barred its access. But he opened up a path to salvation again through Jesus Christ. Um, it's not just because you, it's not, a, it's not a path, it's not a place to be, but a person. It's a person we come to. Christ is the way. The Bible says in John 14, 5 and 6, so again, we read that earlier, where he says, heaven, and, and, and whither I go, you know, and the way, you know. And, and, and so there was, uh, there was Thomas who said, wait, 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 wait. This sounds super important, and you're telling us that we know the way just to be completely 100,000% sure. Can you go into that? What, what is the way? I don't want to miss this. What is the way? John 14, 5 and 6, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Salvation is how we get on the path. Somebody said salvation is uh, as simple as, as ABC. A, we accept what the Bible teaches about our lost condition. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, we are sinners deserving of eternal torment in hell, not deserving of heaven. The Bible is very clear that we're on that way of Cain. And in God's mercy and grace, he invites us to leave that way and join the way of Christ. And without that way of Christ... I'm hopeless. A, accept what the Bible says about our lost condition. B, believe that Jesus is my only hope. God loved me enough to provide a way for undeserving sinners, which includes me, to be cleaned, fitted for a pure heaven, and to be with a pure God. The shed blood of God the Son, Jesus. Innocent blood. Divine blood was spilt for me. He's the only begotten son of God and he died in my place. He welcomes me to join his path. John 3, 16. And then C, A, accept what the Bible teaches about our lost condition. B, believe that Jesus is my only hope. And C, call out. 
cry out to him. And it's not some magic set of words. It's the person we cry out to. The person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9, 10, and 13 teaches if, if we'll understand who Christ is and why he came. If we believe it in my heart that he really came and he's my only hope and what's in my heart comes out my lip and I confess those things and I call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, he will save me. It's the only hope for any of us. The way of Cain, we looked at that last week. The way of Christ, are you on it? What a good look. I'm so glad that we can be a part of the way of Christ. It's what gives life all of its meaning. Will you close your eyes and, and bow your heads? I'm all done.